taking a breath and slowing down a little bit uh, before you made a decision, doing that, it was to not pivot and get off course. If you're an expert in something and that's what you do, this a slight realignment, you know, to the current situation made a massive uh, difference. I, I feel to to what people were doing. So there's no need to go and pivot. What you're doing is is a need uh, is a business need, and so I think just you know slowing down, taking a breath, and making a minor tweak can do wonders for your business. Thought Leaders Business Lab is for you, the business owner, entrepreneur, the expert in your field who wants to be seen and heard as the influential thought leader in your industry. My name is Samantha Riley and I've been building and growing businesses for over 26 years and I've learned there are three key areas to your success, your mindset, your talents and the people you surround yourself with. Each week, I interview successful entrepreneurs and deep dive to discover the exact strategies that they've used to build their business so that you can experiment and implement these strategies in your business too. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome back to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I am your Thursday co-host here with a different co-host this week. I'm here with my hubby, Leon. How are you going, Leon? I'm great. Hey, everyone. I said that a bit weird, didn't I? I was like, Leon. <laughs> Are you a bit tired? <laughs> I am a bit tired. I'm a bit tired. And I first, first up, I have to apologize for not publishing an episode this Monday. There's only two times that I haven't published an episode or missed an episode out of my schedule. And Monday was one of them. Totally dropped the ball, but I'm, we're back here. It's been a bit busy around here, but we're back. And we have decided to do an episode today on what's working in our business right now, because I know that there's so many business owners and entrepreneurs that are struggling. Uh, And for those of us that are in um, the coaching world, there's quite a few opportunities. So to help people understand what they are, we have decided to share what's working in our business right now. It has been a bit crazy, hasn't it, Leon? Yeah, and let's face it, the the, um, the business landscape, it's a little strange at the moment. So, uh, and there's been a few changes and, and obviously being able to tell what's going on is like a bit of a crystal ball thing at the moment. Absolutely. And that's the thing with being an entrepreneur. We don't know, we don't know the answers, but I think that the people that are successful look for the opportunities, notice the opportunities and run with them without knowing if something's going to work or not. And I've definitely seen it. Um, A lot of people in my world in the last probably six weeks, I don't know, I've lost a bit of track of time. Um, A lot of people that have been really successful in the last six weeks have been able to see the opportunities really quickly. And I know that um, I've put out a few posts saying I haven't really liked the word pivot. People are saying pivot as quickly as possible. I'd prefer to talk about alignment. I think it's about realigning our products, our services, our message with where the market's at currently. So what we're going to be talking about is not for, you know, a hospitality business. Those guys are really hurting right now and our heart goes out to them. We're not talking about manufacturing businesses. What we're talking about specifically is coaching businesses uh, because that's what we're, that's what we do. So should we, should we dive in? 
Let's get into it. Awesome. We've come up with five different things that are working in our business right now. And the first one, and this is the very first realignment that we did. And this happened very, very quickly because uh, on the 21st of May, which feels like it was so long ago, (laughs) we were due to run a two-day intensive here in Sydney with our clients flying in from all over Australia. We were super excited. And five days before we decided to pull the plug. This was before the country went into mandatory lockdown. This was probably a week before that where we we had to make the decision without any guidance from the government. We weren't really sure what to do. And it was a really tough decision to make, wasn't it, Leon? Yeah. And it was just before they brought in the the mandatory, you know, gatherings over a certain size and that kind of thing. So we're all a bit, you know, not sure which way to go with it because we love live events, but we also were concerned about everyone's safety. So, you know, with the people flying and and things like that. So it, it was a hard one. It was a hard one, but it actually ended up turning into a massive, massive opportunity because what happened was we did run this event online. So we ran a two-day event online with only five days lead in to figure out what we were doing. And within that five days, really, I was pulling the, the content together only probably two to three days max before because I wanted to make sure that we were delivering the up to the minute information to our clients and what they needed right then. So I just threw it to you and the team and went, can you make it happen? I don't know how to make it happen. (laughs) So we had a team meeting and all I said was, I want this to replicate a live event as close as possible. Uh, And I would love you to share Leon how you and the team did it because you guys are, you create, as far as I was concerned on my side, you pulled off a miracle. It was brilliant. So I'd love you to share what you did because it worked really well. Firstly, I need to say that up to date uh, or to the minute, uh, what was going on was getting tricky because every time you'd hear something from the government, each 24 hours would be completely different about what you should or shouldn't be doing. So trying to stay as up to date as possible was, was getting difficult. So but from the point of view of running a, a live event um, virtually, uh, that's essentially what we did. So we actually thought of everything that you would do normally in an event and tried to transpose that into a virtual event. So some of the things that when you think about even some really basic stuff, even the fact that when you get to the event, what's the atmosphere like? You know, is, you know, is there a room where you can all like chat? before the event starts, you know, is there music on, for example, um, and, and those kind of things to make it feel like an actual event's happening. So some of the things that we had to uh, do were make sure that we um, had uh, some breakout rooms and some places where people could have conversations. So uh, as, as you know, most events when they happen, like the goal sometimes is actually the conversations that are had, you know, in the breaks and the lunch breaks and the, Absolutely. the breaks. Absolutely. And that was really important. That was something that I said to you guys, wasn't it? Is how can, can you guys explore how we can make this happen? Because I know that I go to events and whilst the information is really valuable for me being a connector, the value of live events is the collaborations. It's the joint ventures. It's the discussions about how we can help each other. And, and that was something I said, is there a way that we can create these conversations that happen in between? 
and you guys did that really well with the breakout rooms and with having the music where people were coming into the Zoom on the first morning with the music on, creating it exactly like you would walk into the room of a live event where the music was quite loud. And it was actually really cool from, from me facilitating this event is watching everyone pop up on the screen who I think was expecting some sleepy Zoom call. And they sort of, you know, we let them into the Zoom room and the music was blaring and I was dancing just exactly how I would in a live event. And everyone was just like, oh my goodness, this is awesome. What's going on? <laughs> it, it set the tone really well. For sure. And one of the things that we were concerned about too, I remember discussing this was how do you maintain the energy in, in a room when you're looking at a screen, whereas you're not, you know, you know, like if you're presenting, you need to be able to see the whole audience and really feel and get feedback from them and actually portray energy to them as well. So that was something that we really got concerned about. So we obviously had it set up in the background with things like multiple screens. So you could see all the audience while you're presenting and stuff like that as well. Mm. Um, and you chose to stand up for a lot of it as well. Yeah, I presented to a screen exactly the same as I would present in a room. I was standing up, I was dressed in the outfits that I'd already chosen to wear at the event. And I did have a, a really big desk set up that had three three screens or three monitors on it so that I could see everyone and you were in a different room and you had multiple monitors so you could see everyone and then we actually had a team offshore who was monitoring different things but I don't want to stamp on your on your parade <laughs> because this, this is your wheelhouse so I'll let you keep going. <laughs> so a couple of other things that were very interesting that we added in uh, which I really thought was great was uh, the after event drinks, that was great. Um, you know, that's more networking. And also there's something that we would do at some of the events, you know, the moving around. So we actually had little sections uh, done by one of the members that was uh, exercise. So when we came back, you know, like you might get up and dance for a couple of minutes or um, do a breathing exercise. So, and I, th I felt that kind of made it more of a community as well. Like kind of, mm. you know, got everyone doing the same thing together as a group. So I felt like brought the group together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's exactly what we would normally do in the room. We would stand up and we would, you know, massage people's shoulders. Well, obviously we couldn't do that. So the way Michelle, you know, facilitated a breathing exercise or, you know, some energy sort of exercises was really, really good. I really enjoyed that. It was some funny stuff too. Like you could just say, oh, turn the person to the left of you and ask them a question because that's the cat and the cat's not doing nothing. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's listening. <laughs> no, but that's where the breakout rooms um, came in handy. Absolutely. So where we would normally have table conversations, we broke people into breakout rooms. So when a speaker delivered their content, people went into breakout rooms and exactly the same as they would if we were in a live event, they would discuss their takeouts from that session and how they were going to apply that in their business and then came back into the main Zoom room and, you know, we, we masterminded all of those um, ideas that people had come up with. And that's exactly how we would, you know, facilitate our sessions in a live event. So I think that the way that that came together happened really well. Yeah, so that's quite a lot of fun. I think we should do it again sometime really soon. Um, we're definitely doing it again sometime really soon. And I think you know that because you've been listening to some of my conversations in the background. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it, it did work really, really well. I absolutely loved the networking drinks afterwards. For, for me, 
you know, we all know that I love to have a have a drink of wine most most, <laughs> most days, and especially after a conference. And for me, I was like, how could we? You know, what would it be like if we still did that? Because I love the conversations that happen in the bar afterwards, and um, even you know, just to finish off that that conference and and close it out how I normally would, thanking everyone for coming, for their time, for their input you know, and, and say, you know, everyone's safe travels back home to your lounge room or your kitchen, wherever you're going and we're all meeting in the bar afterwards, you know, and it, it was a really beautiful way to end that conference. And it was very light. Everyone laughed, thought it was great. And yes, did stay on zoom for another two hours talking and having a few drinks until I said, I'm tired, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only difference in a, in a normal situation. I could just leave the bar and leave them to it. But unfortunately I was in charge of the zoom. So, um, so we, we left that go. But some of the things that we did notice that didn't work in a um, in an online event was that we couldn't run a normal session times. The session times did have to be a lot shorter. Um, on the first day, we did attempt to run 90-minute sessions, which is what we'd normally do in a room, and yeah. it was just too long. 40 to 45 minutes was max. So having shorter breaks throughout the day where people would go to the bathroom or go and get a coffee or a tea or water or something to eat worked much, much better because in the, in a normal conference room, people can get up and move around. We're in zoom. They were sort of in front of their computer. So we did have to make the session times a lot smaller, but also make the break times smaller. So interestingly, on the first day, we had a one hour lunch break because I thought people would like to be away from their screen to go out and have a walk. But in actual fact, it didn't work because they were at home and it's sort of they were back in their normal, their normal environment. So the second day we had, a, I think, a 20 minute lunch break and everyone had so much more energy. So that was a really interesting little experiment that we did. Well, I think they came back earlier as well and actually started having a chat. So they all came back together as a group and had a chat uh, while the music was playing in the background. And I think that the shorter breaks is to do with uh, Zoom fatigue because mm. it's harder to, and you might be explaining this better than I can, but it's harder to be able to read what people are doing and feeling um, off a screen. So I think you've got to work a lot harder. If you can't see body language, you can just see their face most of the time. And so it gets quite difficult. So I think, and same for the, just the guests as well. So while you're presenting, it's hard. And also for the guests to actually concentrate when you can only see you know, a certain amount of, of the presenter. Absolutely. From a presenting perspective, I thought it would be easier because you do, as anyone knows, when you're presenting, you are giving a lot. But what I hadn't realized is that you're also, you know, receiving the energy from the audience and without, you know, having that an instant feedback and seeing people through a screen, it, it was a lot more tiring, a lot more tiring. However, we did ask our clients at the end, you know, was it something they enjoyed? Did they miss not being in a room? And whilst, you know, they did miss having the hugs and catching up as, as any community does, they absolutely loved it. And I think that for us moving forward, we will definitely keep a virtual component to our live events to ensure that people around the world can still attend. And the biggest benefit that I saw, which I wasn't expecting, was how tight our community was after this. They were so, so tight. Absolutely. The way that they have been in, you know, in the Facebook group, helping each other out, the way they're doing their joint ventures, you know, I know that most of them are, are speaking on a daily basis and have been since March. 
I think it's because they went through something that they felt like no one else had done before. Cause it, you know, this was back in March and, and it was at a very stressful time. You know, um, I remember that the government announced that the borders were shutting between the States an hour before we finished. So this was something that we all as a group went through and could talk through as we were experiencing it. So that was an, a definite added benefit that I wasn't expecting. And it's probably my favorite takeaway from this whole pandemic experience was how tightly our community have come together and helped each other it's been beautiful to watch yeah it definitely built uh you know a lot of strength into the community and, and um yeah it was great to see that happen absolutely all right so that was the first thing that running an online event that has definitely worked for our business let's give that the thumbs up um the second the second thing that's worked in our business really well was being very aware of what's happening around us and what people need and only offering products and services that our audience needs right now. So we've got a full product suite and a lot of it we haven't talked about. We've been purely offering only the, the products and services that our audience are really craving right now to get that quick win or that instant fix for a problem that they've got. So uh, you have been definitely helping clients to publish and maintain their podcasts. That's been really, really good because we've been able to get people up on to uh, get their podcast launched within a month. And that's definitely been an amazing win for the business. Yeah. And it's exciting to see, you know, the, the guys um, actually be able to do that, you know, and, and they've done it all under their own steam. They, they've got it launched and just to be able from like an idea it's happening and it's launching and it's really exciting and i'm really excited for the guys that have launched their podcast so that was really good to see and when you think about where we're at the moment with a look it's a virtual world at the moment you can't go out and see too many different people uh although it's starting to ease at some stage but you know this is something that if you're doing something like you know a podcast it will you know lead you into the the future world yeah so it's something that's going to benefit you yeah, moving forward. So it's not like you just did a pivot and it's something for just now for the next five seconds. Mm. This is something that's going to be really good for you down the track. And, and um, obviously I'm a big fan of podcasts, um, but you know, as a part of your business, it should be a key part of your business moving forward. So having opportunity to get um, some of the, these guys up and running with their podcast now is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the other products or programs that's worked working really well for us right now is our inner circle group which is um you know not our high ticket program but it's a program that helps people by really helping them to focus on the next step and take them by the hand which is what people need right now they're very overwhelmed by the circumstances that are happening externally it's very overwhelming with all the things to focus on so having a program where someone just goes okay I can see where the problem is or I can see where the opportunity is or the gap or whatever it is. I can see it. This is what you need to do next. You just go and implement that and leave the thinking to me. So that program is doing really, really well at the moment. And then the other program that is doing very well is a program that we have birthed only a, um, a few weeks ago. And I, I came together with my normal Thursday co-host, Tim Hyde, and sat down with him and said, okay, what are the problems that you're hearing from our, you know, your audience? 
I said, These, this is the problems I'm hearing. What can we do to come together to create something? Uh, and that's when we came up with Knowledge Business Launch Formula. And at the moment, we're taking our clients through that program and they will have, uh, we're, we're walking them through from designing to building to launching their online program within 30 days. So that's going really well. And we're almost halfway through that program with um, some really great results already. So that's about listening to the problems that people have and thinking how can we help people with that right now and getting those quick wins on the board. So what I'm seeing is people don't want to do these really massive, long, deep dives because they don't know where they're going to be at Christmas time this year. They just want, you know, that quick win or, or something that they can do right now where they understand the outcome right now. So that course itself isn't like a, a pandemic thing for, you know, just for now that course will stand those guys that are doing it, guys and girls, I should say, mm-hmm. in good stead into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you can recognise there's a gap in the market and in 30 days launch a course, that's absolutely brilliant. Mm. And so, you know, at, the world's always evolving and changing anyway. But if mm-hmm. you recognise there's a gap in the market and it'll come up, it'll happen. If you're an entrepreneur, you'll find it. And what a great thing to have, you know, um, as a tool in your toolkit with being able to launch a course in 30 days. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that that's a really important point that you've made that I really do want to go back and touch on very quickly is that even though the times are very unstable, what's happening in business right now is exactly what will be needed next month, the month after the month after that. It's just that it might be needed in a different urgency. Absolutely. And I think that's said before, it's the perfect you know tool to have. It's always good to have extra tools in the tool belt. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For someone who likes tools, you're like, yeah. <laughs> Can we get build something now? <laughs> and I think that that segues beautifully into number three, which is we really looked for the growth opportunities and we did it very quickly. And I'm going to say right now that I saw something very early on that might sound really weird is that straight away, I just, the first thing that I thought when this started unfolding was I've been through a couple of recessions before. I feel really lucky now because I know what this is like and I know how quickly I need to think on my feet. Um, And I never would have thought last year I'd be saying, I am so grateful that I've been through some recessions in business. But that's exactly how I feel right now because I was able to see those gaps very, very quickly, but also understand exactly what you just said then, Leon, is that what's needed now will still be needed. It's just that it's needed at a different urgency. So being through recessions before, we were able to look for the growth opportunities really quickly and how that changed for us or where that changed our focus very quickly was like we just said, um, realigning our products and services to the current market and current circumstances. What has also happened is we've really used this time to refine our systems. I know that the um, my very first business, we started when interest rates were like 18 or 19% in Australia. So there wasn't a lot of money going around. It meant that when we opened our business, we were able to refine our systems really, really quickly. And I know that when we came out of the recession, it meant that we grew extremely quickly. So knowing that I've been focusing, or I say I, 
I've been telling you guys to focus. Let's yeah. be honest. You guys, are, you, people, you guys are doing, you people, that's not what I meant at all. My beautiful team has been refining the systems. And I think that that's really, really awesome too, um, that you guys have been doing that. I've got to say as well, that I, I was a bit concerned about hearing about some of the knee jerk reactions from some of the people that that were just you know that the the letting go of staff and the stopping their advertising and, and all, all these things where it was uh, more like a, a state of panic or mm. something. Mm. And, and I think they may have done themselves you know an injustice by doing that so I think in all fairness it was a scary time for us all and all of everyone did the best that they could at the time with with where they were at but i'm so glad that we stopped and took a breather and went okay what do we need to focus on now i remember because this all happened super quickly i remember hearing through the grapevines that some crazy things were happening and i i remember i was out with a friend and i came straight home and I said to you, we need to get on Zoom with our team right now because the first yep, thing I yep. wanted to do was acknowledge what was going on, let them know that we knew what was going on and let them know you're good, we're in this together, it's okay. Yeah, so when, then that started, that was, you know, obviously not long after that, there was lockdown starting, things like that. And you know, our team wanted to know and feel safe as well. So they mm-hmm. wanted to know what was going on. So because we kept them in the loop, I think they were much calmer about it as well. Oh, so, absolutely. You know, they still worked better because they weren't panicking and, and stressing out. They, they knew they could talk to us and come to us if they were worried about something as well. So I think that was probably one of the best things that we did, getting them on, yep. the, on the Zoom. Absolutely, absolutely. And then off the back of that, looking for those growth opportunities because we, we were doing that, we have been able to hire new staff. And I think that this is so exciting because this isn't just a growth opportunity for our company, but this is growth for the economy all round is being able to hire staff and, you know, keep the world turning. Yeah. So a lot of the uh, companies, and I understand with some of the food, you know, the cafes, restaurants and that, they can't trade. There's nothing you can do about it. But if you stop having staff or you got rid of your staff or didn't, you know, hire more staff or didn't try and grow, then you're not actually giving back to the community either. And that's probably the worst thing you could do right now. So mm. I think, and we had the opportunity to do that. So, you know, I understand that some don't, uh, mm-hmm. particularly because of, they just can't, there's mm-hmm. a restaurant, they just can't do it. Um, but we had the opportunity to do that. So, I, and I think um, I was quite happy with the way we went about it. I think it was great. Yeah, it's really exciting times and uh, we have new team on and what is there more to say? I'm really loving the, uh, the growing family. Go team. <laughs> Absolutely. Who <laughs> are all going to be hearing this <laughs> because they're part of the team that brings this episode to you every week. Uh, all right. Thanks, so, team. <laughs> absolutely, 100%. Um, I, the fourth thing that's worked really well for us is increasing our network and strengthening community. And I think that this is uh, a really wonderful opportunity for everyone right now. So I've been really spending a lot of time getting to know people that I hadn't recent like uh, hadn't recently spoken to but also maybe have been in my online world for a while and I hadn't spoken to them been doing lots of reaching out lots of connecting with leaders of communities asking how I can help them because we're all going through this together come together with a, um, a good friend of mine Gary Edwards we've been hosting every Thursday at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, 
a one hour Zoom where we come together called Clarity Conversations, just talking through what's happening in our business, and, uh, what's working, what's not, just a chance to um, unpack what's going on. So that's been really good. And really, I guess most is exploring how we can create win-win-win opportunities. And by that, I mean winning for us in our business, winning for our collaboration partners in their business and winning for our audience. And uh, that's been working really well too. So there's so much in the pipeline with, with uh, collaborations. And I know you've been doing a lot of networking yourself, Leon. Yeah, and I think it really, it, there is like, you know, extending the, the network you have and I feel like it's actually made the connections that you already do have a lot deeper mm. and, you know, just even just the reaching out and, and just checking in and, and asking how someone's going and um, yeah, not, 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 so, not necessarily business related, uh, but just to see how they're going, you know, because obviously, you know, the particular times they, they, they were. So um, yeah, but definitely increase the, the networking and um, I've really enjoyed it. Mm. Actually, I'd love to give just randomly a big shout out to Julie Mason. I don't know, uh, Julie, if you even listen to this podcast, but I posted a meme about, um, you know, how us extroverts are really, really feeling quite overwhelmed and don't know what's going on in this world of being, you know, stuck at home. And within, I think, 30 seconds of posting that, Julie rang me to go, how are you, love? How are you really going? And I just thought that was so beautiful. And, and, I'm, and you know, it's not just Julie. It's happened a lot through this, this pandemic, being at home kind of situation thing going on. I don't even know what to call it. Um, <laughs> but lots of, lots of beautiful relationships and lots of people really caring about each other. So I think that... The, that that is something that's working really well. And I'll say in our business, but it's not necessarily with a business focus. I would say it's more a humanity focus. Yeah, definitely. That's what I said before. I think that just that, you know, the deepening of the connections that you already have. And and it was just to reach out and say, you know, yeah, are you okay? How are you going? And just have a chat and, you know, like some of the mums that were stuck at home with the kids and stuff, all the dads that had to turn into school teachers and, all those things, you know, and, and that can be pretty stressful for people. So just to check in and know that someone's, you know, saying, are you okay? So Yeah, absolutely. All right. And the fifth thing that's been working in our business is that we've put aside a lot of time for learning. I've been doing new courses. I've bought a ton of courses over the last month. I've bought courses for me, bought courses for you, Leon. We've bought courses for our staff. One of our, <laughs> one of our staff members today asked if she didn't have, like, do I have to do that task? I want to do this course. <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely brilliant. Loved it, was, it. <laughs> it was so funny, but we're like, no, yeah, I'm sorry. That task first. <laughs> and then you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's really great. All of us are learning. We've been sending um blogs to each other or different bits of information that we've found and we're really using it to take our knowledge our systems our resources our everything that we're able to offer our clients to the next level um, and we've even been uh, revisiting some of the training that I've previously bought I'm a a massive purchaser of education. I love learning. And we've been pulling all sorts out of the, the cobwebs and revisiting and, and having a look at, you know, is it worth doing this again or what can we use out of this? It's been really good. 
It's amazing how much training collateral you actually have and what you actually revisit. And I think sometimes you get much more out of it when you revisit it. So you've, mm. you've done it once and then you do a bit of learning, like, you know, kind of on the job, so to speak. And then when you revisit it, you actually get like more value out of it again. So mm. that's been pretty cool. I think they call it layer learning because you, you, every time you do it, you layer on top. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing some more learning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's just go back and touch on those. So the five things that have been working in our business right now is um, online events and they will keep an eye out. There will definitely be more of those happening and there's definitely quite a few in the pipeline. Number two is only offering products and services that our audience needs right now. Number three is looking for the growth opportunities because they are there. They just might be hiding a little bit. Number four is increasing your network and strengthening your community. And number five is using this time for learning. What's your biggest takeaway from the last six weeks, Leon? I think it was just taking a breath and slowing down a little bit uh, before you made a decision. And and I think it was so and doing that, it was to not pivot and get off course. If you're an expert in something and that's what you do, it's a slight realignment, you know, to the current situation made a massive difference, I feel, to, to what people were doing. So, um, you know, there's no need to go and pivot. What you're doing is, is, a, need, is a business need. And so I think just, you know, slowing down, taking a breath, and making a minor tweak can do wonders for your business. Mm, good takeaway. My biggest takeaway has been, and again, it's happened because we have been able to slow down and breathe a little bit, was to really get clear, even clearer on my purpose and what it is that I want to be doing and what lights me up. I'm very, I was going to say I'm lucky, but I guess I made it happen. You know, I spent a lot of years really refining what it is that makes me excited, what makes me, you know, fulfilled on purpose. But I've uncovered that even more. So I've, I've got a little project, little, I've got a project. A little project, really? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a project that is um, starting to birth and I'm super excited. And that's just from really using this time of slowdown even though I feel like we haven't slowed down at all, but we probably have in different ways to really yeah. stop and breathe and, and assess where are we and are we going exactly where we thought we were. And I just, just a, a couple of little 1.5 degree course correct and a big new project on the go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hopefully you've, um, this has been valuable for you and you've got some ideas of how you could really get something that takes your business to the next level. But Leon and I would love you to reach out, let us know either over there in the Thought Leaders Business Lab community or on this podcast post, what's working in your business right now. We'd love to know what's working for you uh, and, um, you know, and help the, our community and uh, learn from each other. As always, if you've liked this episode, please like or share this episode and uh, we will join you again next Monday where we're back on track for having our episodes released on Monday and Thursday. Leon, thanks for joining me. I really appreciate thank you. you. <laughs> and thank you for listening to this episode and we will see you soon. Ciao for now.